uh, Tammy Sofa Wife of Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Prophetess, Spiritual Reader, Tammy Sofa Wife of Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm coming to you on Monday morning, which is the 26th, to give you a word from God on the 26th this morning. Um, I first, I actually did my video at uh, 5 a.m., amen, but the devil was so strong. <laughs> And uh, I did the video, and the video actually did not come out, amen? But it did not come out. And who all know that uh, God did allow some power uh, to the devil, amen? But I decided that I was going to come back, amen? I decided that God wanted you to hear this word. God wants you to know this word, so I decided to come back to you, amen? I decided to come back to you and bring this word. And this time, if God wants you to hear his word, you shall receive it. Amen. So right now, we want to talk about, amen, uh, the trials and tribulations that uh, we are going through. We want to talk about the trials and the tribulations that we're going through. Uh, on my post on Facebook, as you're looking at, um, this is my podcast, but... Uh, God never said that it would be easy. Amen. God never said that it would be easy. Amen. Uh, let me see if I can find this page here. Because the devil is busy, but guess what? God is real, and God gave the devil a little arm to do a little stuff, but all control is within God. Amen. Now, what we want to talk about today is that... Uh, <clears throat> Did you know that prayer changes things? Amen. Did you do you know that prayer changes things? No matter what you are going through in your life, hold tight to God's unchanging hands. Did you know that prayer changes things? God never said that it would be easy, but he did say that you would be digging out the mud, amen? That man would be digging out the mud because of the fall of man, amen? Uh, let's talk about the fall. Let's talk about the fall. But like this one here, this morning, God just had it on me. I mean, I had a thing going on, and I had thought I had it recorded and everything, and went back to play it, and it, even, it wasn't even that. See, the devil don't want you to know some stuff, so he'll try to keep your mouth closed. But if God wants you to speak something, speak it. And if they don't hear it the first time, bring it back the second time. So this is a replay of what I did at 5.33 in the morning. We're going to talk about, did you know that prayer changes things? And did you also know that we're going to have to dig it out of the mud? Amen? Now, let's talk about it. In Genesis, the fall. Now, the serpent was uh, more craftier than uh, any other beast of the field. Amen? Uh, God had made. Now, he said to the woman, did God actually say, uh, you shall not eat of the tree in the garden? Now, listen, hey, what, what did he say? He said, uh, did God actually say that you should not eat of the tree in the garden? Uh, and the woman said to the serpent, which is a snake. And how many of us knows a lot of snakes? We living with snakes. Our families are snakes. Our spouses are snakes. If you want to know what a serpent is, a serpent is a snake. Now, it said, he said to the woman, the serpent, did God actually say that you shall not eat from the tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat of the fruits, of the trees in the garden, but God said you should not eat of the fruit 
of the tree that's in the midst of the garden. <laughs> so God never said he wasn't going to feed us, <laughs> but he told us what to eat. Amen. God never said he wasn't going to feed us, but he told us what to eat. The woman said to the serpent, which is a snake, we may eat of the fruits of the tree in the garden. But God said, not man, but God said, you shall not eat of the fruits of the tree that's in the midst of the garden. Amen. So how many of us? That's eaten off the tree that God had asked us not to eat off. Amen. Now, and he said, neither shall you touch it. So how many of us say, well, I ain't doing that thing. I'm just getting near. I just touched it. I ain't do nothing to it, but I'm just touching it. But, but, listen. He said, you shall not eat of the fruit of the tree that's in the midst of the garden. Neither shall you touch it. Lest you shall die. But the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die. Now, how many uh, people fool you and tell you, oh, hey, that, that, that ain't going to happen. Uh, don't worry about that. That ain't going to happen. Come on. But, uh, but the serpent said to the woman, you shall not surely die. So I guess the serpent thought he was greater than God. For God knows that when you eat of the tree, your eyes will be open. Uh, how many of us want our eyes open? How many of us uh, want to be wise? We want our eyes open. We want to know what God knows. We want to see what God sees. Okay. And say, uh, for God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be open. You will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and, and, and it was a delight uh, to the eyes that the tree was to be desired to make her wise. How many of us are looking for wisdom? How many of us looking for wisdom in, in education and in schoolhouses? How many of us trying to look for wisdom in books and computers and literature? How many of us trying to look for wisdom that was created <coughs> by man? Amen. <coughs> Excuse me. How many of us are looking for wisdom that was created not by God, Woo. but by man? So God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God. See, the problem is we won't be like God. We won't be like God. Uh, knowing good and evil. So when a woman saw that the tree was good for food and, 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 and it was a light to the eyes and that the tree would be desired to make one wise, she took of its fruits and ate it. And uh, she also gave some to her husband who was with her and ate it. Come on now. Now see my other video was a little juicy than this one here. You know, this one here don't have that much pop to it, but but it still has God's word. And God's word don't need to be puffed up. Amen? Amen. So so uh she took of the fruit and she ate it. And, and she also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it. Then their eyes was both open wide. And they knew they were naked. 
Now the thing I'm listening right here, they knew that they was naked. So eventually saying that Adam and Eve was naked already, it was okay to be naked. They didn't know they was naked, but they was already naked. But once they ate off the tree, the, the, the tree they was like God. They knew they was naked. Sometimes we don't even need to know some things that's going on in our life. We just need God to know it. Sometimes we know things in our life and we screw it up just because we know that in our life. Sometimes God don't even let us know what's going on because if he, if we knew what was going on in our life, we'll mess it up. So not even found out that he was naked. They've been naked, but now they wise now like God. They found out they was naked. Then their eyes was both open and they knew they was naked. So once they knew they was naked, they start sewing fig leaves together and making themselves lying clothes. <coughs> How many of us need to stop trying to close ourselves and let God close us? Amen? Woo! And they heard the sound of God, the Lord God, walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees in the garden. But, but, but the Lord God called to the man. Now, wait, wait, hold up, hold up. And say, but the Lord God called out to the man and said to him. Now, the Lord God didn't call out to the woman. The Lord God called out to the man. And said to him, where are you? How many of that God is calling out right now and asking, where are you? And he said, I heard the sounds in the garden. And I was afraid because I was naked. Uh-oh. And, 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 and I hid myself. How many of y'all know you out in sins and doing something you ain't got no business doing and you're trying to hide yourself from God? He said, <laughs> God said, where are you? God trying to call out right now and ask us, where are we? And he said, I heard the sound of you in the garden. And I was afraid because I was naked. And I hid myself. He said, who told you that you was naked? Have you eaten off the tree and which I commanded you not to eat? The man said, the woman who you gave me to be with, she gave me the fruits of the tree and I ate. So how many men out there is uh, blaming it on the woman? The woman made me do this. The woman made me do that. She told me to do this and she told me to do that. We still got some Adams today doing what the woman say do, huh? And, 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 and come on now. We ain't gonna get down that road. Come on now. Let's just stay. Let's just keep a straight road here. 
You were naked. Have you eaten from the tree at which I commanded you not to eat? The man said, the woman who you gave to be with me, she gave me the fruit of the tree and I ate. Then the Lord God said to the woman, what is this that you have done? Uh-oh. Women, I guess you in trouble. I, I'm, I'm a man right now. Women, I guess you in trouble. God said to the woman, Woman, what have you done? The woman said, the serpent deceived me and I ate. Woo, we got that blame game going on. Now I'm a snake deceived her. How many people we got deceiving us every day? Amen. And the Lord said to the serpent, who he ain't got. Because you have done this, curse. Are you above all livestock and above the beasts of the field? On your belly, you shall go. And the dust, you shall eat all the days of your life. Now from my perspective, and say on the belly, you shall go. So the serpent, the snake, must be was standing up just like a man, just like a man. And the serpent must be was eating food like we eat food. Because it says, curse, are you above all livestock and above all beasts of the field? On your belly, you shall go. So he must be was standing up before. And the dust you shall eat. So the snake must, the serpent must, it was eating good. And he don't do that for all the days of his life. And I will put it to be between you and the woman, and between you and all offsprings of her offsprings. He shall bruise your head. When you see a snake, you're going to grab something. What you going to do? You're going to bust him in the head. Amen? You're going to bust him in the head. And said that, I will put intimacy between you and the woman and her offspring. So it's going to be between when you have children, your children, your children, all her offspring. Amen? And they shall bruise your head. Yeah, I mean, yo, I mean, you, let me get it right. And you shall bruise his heel. Amen? He shall Bruise your head and you should bruise your heel. So when the snake comes, they're going to come straight for your heel. Amen? I will surely multiply the woman and childbirth. To the women, I said, come on, to the woman. I shall surely multiply the pain in your childbirth. How many of you women out there just went and uh, uh, was in labor and y'all just dropped it? You had no pains, no suffering, or nothing. I had three of them. And I can tell you, my pain was painful. Amen? So, so it was in God's will for a woman to suffer during childbirth because of the fall of man. I will surely multiply your pain in childbirth. In pain, you shall bring forth children. 
your desire shall be contrary to your husband, but he shall rule over you. So what we got going on, y'all, I don't like this part, but it's there. It say that our desire is supposed to be to rule over our husband. Our desire is to tell our husband what to do. But the Bible say that that's going to be our desire. That's going to be our struggle. Our desire should be contrary. We want to control our husband. We want to tell him what to do. We want to tell him what to go, what to eat, and how to control things. That's supposed to be our desire. So man, don't get mad at your wife. Because this is how we was made. This is how we was built. But it say, but he shall rule over you. Amen? The man shall rule over the woman. No matter how we fight for our rights, the man is in control. The man is to rule over the woman. Can I say, ouch? Can I say they're talking to you, Tammy? Oh, here you go. And to Adam, I said, because you have listened to the voice of your wife and eaten from the tree, which I commanded you not to. grounds because of you. Look what you let that woman do you. In pain you shall eat all the days of your life. Thorns and tussles shall bring forth for you. And you shall eat the plants of the ground by the sweat of your face. You shall eat bread. So the struggle is going to be real. You're going to have to dig it out the mud for your food. God never said it was going to be easy after the fall. By your sweat of your face, you shall eat bread. That's why you got to work so hard. That's why you got to dig it out the mud. And you're going to do this until you return to the ground. For out of it, you were taken. For you are dust. We ain't nothing but a piece of dust. And the dust, we shall return. And uh, the man called his wife name Eve because she was a mother of all the living. And the Lord God made for Adam and for his wife garments of skins and clothing. You see, no matter what Adam and Eve did in the garden, they betrayed God. They did what God told them not to do. They listened at the serpent. 
they are trying to close their own self with fig leaves. But after God punished them, gave them their sentence, gave us our sentence, he came back and did he not close them with the proper clothes? See, we think we close with the proper clothes. We think we close ourselves. We think we're in control. We think we know what we're doing. But God is in control. And no matter what you're going through, God is here to get you through it. God hear your cry. God hear your prayer. God hear your suffering. God knows what you need. And even though they betrayed God and deceived God, when God told them not to eat off the tree, God came back and clothed them with the proper clothing. living and he's still alive during this coronavirus. God has shut down the church houses to let you know that the church is within you. God has shut down the church houses to let you know that the church houses cannot save you. God has shut down the church houses to let you know that the church is within you, that you are the church. God wants you to stop analyzing idols of pastors and priests and imams. God wants your full attention and he wants you to know that he is God. He controls this world. He controls the whole nation. Some of us are almost passing out because we can't get to the church house. The church house has become our clubhouse. And God is about tired of it. He ain't just showing the cities and the states. He's showing the whole world, not just one country. Oh, he is still God. The corona, y'all feel corona is God right now, but corona is not God. Corona is just a messenger of God. It's time right now, if you don't know God, it's time right now for you to know it. To get yourself right because time is winding up. If you don't know God, it's time right now to get in your corner, get on your knees, and ask God. Ask God for his forgiveness, repent for all your sins, your known sins, and your unknown sins. God is waiting. He closed down the churches to let you know the church is within you. It's no time, but time right now, right now. Give yourself to God. I pray.
pray that this message goes through. Because a lot of people need to hear this. A lot of people at home can't get to church. Can't get the word. And they need to eat not just the food that's being delivered to their house, but they need to know the word of God and let them know that God is still God. God is still working on your behalf. This goes with my Facebook post for the ones that don't like to read, don't have time to read it. So I said I was going to put it on my podcast so you could listen to it because I know sometimes we feel like we're too busy. We're too busy even though God gives us life and we got 24 hours in a day. We're too busy to take out a little time and spend it with God. So I decided to do a podcast so you don't have to strain your little self to read. Amen? And tell the devil, he can't shut this one down. He shut down the first broadcast, but I'm coming back. I'm coming back. He can't shut this down because the people needs to know that the struggle is real, but God will not forsake us. This is Prophetess Jamie Carnes Sophie away from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Prophetess Spiritual Reader. The Messenger of God. I pray that each and every last one of y'all have a blessed day. No matter what you're going through, know that God will get you through it. And remember, nobody said that life will be easy. But just put your life in God's hand. Amen? Everybody have a blessed day.
Good morning, y'all. This is uh, Prophetess, spiritual reader, Tammy Sofalaway from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Uh, I think today is uh, Wednesday. Wednesday, I'm not quite sure what day. Uh, Wednesday, May the 27th, 2020 at 5.41 a.m. Amen. We're praising God. We're giving God the praise. I'm a little, sometimes you get up in the morning and you're trying to do something and the devil just trying to detour you. Amen. You get up in the morning and you're trying to do something and it seems like the devil just want to aggravate you. I mean, you get up and you're, I'm getting up and looking for my iPod. I'm looking for my stuff so I can, you know, get a word. And I'm, I'm looking everywhere and I can't find nothing. Everything is just, you know, everywhere. Amen. And the devil just trying to kind of throw a monkey wrench in everything. Amen. But we just got to pray our way out that thing. We got to pray our way out that thing because, you know, the devil try to stop you from doing what you need to do. Like he want to make you angry in the morning. Amen. Want to put stuff and hide stuff. And, you know, that's how the devil works. Amen. But that ain't nothing but the devil. I come to you today. I want to talk to you guys about I want to talk to you and let you know that we are not just a body. We are not just a body. Now, what is she talking about this morning? Do she know what she's talking about? That we are not just a body. We are not just a body. And until we realize that we are not just a body and that we are a spirit. We're a spirit just like our Father in heaven is a spirit amen and if you notice that's all we do we focus on ourselves we focus on our our bodies amen we don't try to take care of our spirits the only thing we focus on is what we see in the physical being amen and the body is what we see in the physical being we the ladies what we do is we take care of our nails we take care of our hair we take care of our feet we worry about uh, losing weight, weight loss. We think about weight gain. We think about, the men think about going to the gym. We flexing our muscles, we building our muscles. Um, we're watching what we eat. Uh, we're trying to eat healthy. And all of these things that we do has nothing to do with the spirit, but has everything to do with the body and once we realize that we are not just a body we are not just a body so until we redirect our focus on working with our spirit we will focus on our body amen amen who all just don't realize that we are more than the body. Now let's go to Genesis the second chapter, the seven verses say, Then the Lord God formed the man of dust from the ground and breathed in his nostrils the breath of life. And the man became a living creature. Amen? It said that the Lord God formed the man out of the dust of the ground and breathed in his nostrils and 
the breath of life and the man became a living creature now so the dust we were sprung from the dust of the ground amen and the dust have no life but until God breathed life into us that's when we became a living creation, uh, uh, creature now um, Job the 27th the third it says long as my breath is in me and the spirit of God is in my nostrils you see God is the spirit and we was created from the dust off the ground and when God breathed his spirit into us that gave us life, the spirit of life, because we are not just a body. So since we're not just a body, why are we just taking care of the body? And we're not taking care of the spirit. We're not taking care of, of our spirit. We're just taking care of the outer shell. Amen? First Corinthians 6 and 19 say, or do you not know that? Your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you. When you have what you have from God, you are not your own. Romans 8 to 6 say, For to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace. Amen? We have to deal with our spirits, guys. We are letting our spirits be thirsty. Have you ever had a plant? Have you ever had a plant? Have you ever had a garden? Have you ever had a flower? And you did not put water, give that flower or that plant or that garden water. What that garden or that water or the flower shall do? It shall surely die. Amen? It shall surely die. We are not just a body. We are not just a body. 1 Corinthians 2 and 13, and we impart this in words, not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the Spirit, interpreting the Spirit to those who are spiritual. Galatians 5 to 25 say, if we live by the Spirit, let us walk by the Spirit. Amen? We have to realize, guys, that we are not just a body. We are not just a body. When we die, our body, our spirit is going to be lift out of our body. Amen? And our spirit is supposed to return. It's supposed to return. And it's going to exceed to heaven. And that body is going to be dead. Aren't you glad you're just not a body? Aren't you glad you're just not a body? Haven't you seen how many bodies that the coronavirus has taken? 
The coronavirus can take the body, but the coronavirus cannot take the spirit. Your spirit will return to God. So today, I want each and every last one of us to realize that we are not just the body. So since we're not just the body, we have to refrain from just taking care of the body and just nourishing the body and worshiping the body and praising the body. We must take care of our spirit. The spirit that's going to be returned to the deliverer who is God. Our spirit, y'all, is dying inside because we're taking care of the body. And we're not just the body. We have to feed our spirit with the word of God. We have to feed our spirit with prayer. We have to speak of, uh, feed our spirit. Our spirit is thirsty. How many of our spirit is thirsty? You know when your spirit is thirsty. When you constantly go oh, I mean, after everything in life. And it seems like you're not getting enough. You're not getting enough of anything. Look like nothing is never right. You're never happy. Amen? Seem like you're never getting anywhere. Because you're dealing with the body. You're satisfying the body. When it comes to sex, we satisfy the body. When we come for food, we satisfy the body. We must be people of the spirit. Because God is a spirit. In order to be with God, you have to become a spirit. You have to interact with God in a spirit. We are not just a body. So I want y'all to realize this morning, and not only this morning, I want you to take this word and realize that you're not just a body. Your body is going to be returned to dirt. Just the way it was formed from dirt. That's the way it's going to be to return to dust, to dirt. But your spirit, you have to nourish your spirit. You have to take care of your spirit. You have to value your, value your spirit. You have to feed your spirit with the word of God. God is a spirit. We're not just a body. We're not just a body. You see, we worry about our body having pains. We worry about our body sagging. Uh, we have on Facebook, we're showing our, uh, our bodies out. We're showing our breasts. We're showing our uh, uh, butts. We're showing our hips. We just want to show off our bodies. Like our bodies is the greatest treasure that we have. What about our spirits? What about the spirits? The body is going to surely die. But what are we doing to take care of our spirits? Our spirits are supposed to last forever. Amen. When our body died and, and, and it's no more, when our body decayed, at death, only the body is supposed to die. The Spirit's supposed to ascend and go to our Father in heaven. But what are we doing to nourish our body? What are we doing to feed our, I 
mean, I'm saying, what are we doing to nourish our spirits? What are we doing? We're starving our spirits. We, we, we're feeding our spirit the wrong food. The word today is, we're not just the body. Until we accept and realize and act that we're not just the body and know that we are spirit. Our body is dead. The spirit is, is what raises us up in the morning. Our body can't do that. The spirit of God, it raises us up in the morning. God don't deal with the body. He deals with the spirit. When we die, guys, we are no more. Our body is gone. The Kiko words is eating our bodies up. In the graveyard is a lot of bodies. Fine bodies, sexy bodies, all kind of bodies. But our bodies is just a shell. It's just our transportation. But the spirit fuels the body. It moves the body. A body is just a body. Amen. And remember that we are not just a body. But we are somebody. And the spirit in us makes us who we are. Amen. So we need to start feeding our spirit with the word of God. And stop taking care of so much of our hair and our toenails. We spend so much money on our body. Stop the spirit. Now this is not going to be a long one today because that's all God wanted to tell you is that we ain't just the body. This goes with my pulse today. And I notice a lot of people don't click because they don't have time. You see, we don't have time. We don't have time to listen to the world. We'll look at a post. And we'll like to post the little but We don't want to hear the word of God. We don't want to hear the truth. We don't hear the word of God. We don't have time. But I tell you something. You best to get ready. You best to get ready. Because time is winding up. Life is winding up. Amen. And God ain't going to be dealing with nobody. God's going to be dealing with your spirit. So why are you taking care of your spirit? We need to be taking care of our, our, well, we take care of our body. We need to focus more on our spirit because God, the spirit, the, the body going to be dead. God ain't worried about no body. That's just, a, that's just a shell. You see what I'm saying? God is worried about your spirit. So we need to be more concerned about our spirit. Amen? And not our body. So that was the word today. And you got to be ready because you don't know when God is going to come. So if you don't know God, it's right now, no time for right now to surrender yourself to God. Whatever you're going through, know that God can get you through it. Amen. And this is not our final destination, so we need to be asking God. God, prepare a place for us with you and your Father in heaven. Amen. We need to be asking God to prepare a place. We need to get our spirit right, not our body, but our spirit right, because we are not just the body, and we're gonna be ready. I don't know about you. I don't know about you, but when it's time, I want to be ready. I want to be ready. 
Amen. Because God could come at any time, at any moment, and we ain't going to have time to uh, prep and get ready. If you ain't ready now, you better be ready. If you ain't ready now, you best to get ready. Man. Alright. Okay. I'm going to end this session here because we got some stuff going on here. The devil really trying to work there. Okay, we're going to start this over here because he's going to tell you you best to be ready because God is coming. Amen? God is coming, so we got to be ready. We got to not just get our bodies ready. We got to get our spirit ready because God ain't even worried about the bodies. This is Prophetess Tammy Soaking Away from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, spiritual reader. Amen? Are you going to be ready?